podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're watching the COP TV, the voice of football's most famous stand. Good morning, welcome back to the COP TV. Yep. Good morning, lads. Good morning to you all. Uh, episode 66 of Hot Copics, the, the podcast here on the COP TV, the voice of football's most famous stand. You've got AGT today, you've got Mario and special guest, second time on the COP TV, Keo inside. <laughs> Boss Keo. What's happening? One of the main men in the city, you know. Thanks for coming nice on, one, bro. bro. Pleasure to be here again. Absolutely. Listen, we have got so much to talk about. Loads of hot topics to dive into today. Um, unlike Marcus Rashford, we'll actually try and make these dives work for us um, and give you a lot of insight into what is going on in the world of Liverpool Football Club right now in what is a massive week for the Reds. Mission impossible, is it? We spoke to Raul last night um, to get his thoughts on the game tomorrow night in the Bernabeu. Let's see what he thought about this one. Raul, be honest, be truthful. Tell me what you really believe the score will be on Wednesday night at the Estadio Santiago Bernabeu. <laughs> I will say... Charles Martin. We don't have easy game, never. We are Real Madrid, so I will say 3-1. You score first. 3-1? We score first at the Bernabeu. Obviously, that result doesn't work for us at no. all. Um, but what can you see happening tomorrow, Kyo? Because in my head, I can't work out what's going to happen. It's typical Liverpool to probably go out to Real Madrid, but then would it be typical Liverpool to actually beat them 4-0 as well? Yeah, especially based on the fact that we just come off a, an awful performance. It would be typical Liverpool. But it's going to be a big job, isn't it? Like, we've been here before with in the Champions League with big deficits to turn around, but usually we're at Anfield, aren't we? So it's a bit, it's a bit different going to, to, to the Bernabeu and one of the best teams in the world, if not the best team in world football. And trying to turn that round. So, I mean, I, what, what, what I see happening isn't what I feel happening. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I think but I, I can, get that because Because I can feel something like in the sense of it's been a poor season and it'd just be typical Liverpool to go all the way to Istanbul and win it. So, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Absolutely, mate. But also, 5-2 down in the European Cup, but at the minute we can't put a, we can't put a, a decent performance together, really, apart from a, that half against Man United and a couple of other bits here and there. So, it's a big ask, but yeah. I'm not going. To, I'm not going in tomorrow thinking. Oh, you know, we're already out. I'm going to go into tomorrow thinking. Let's watch. Let's watch what happens here. This is going to be crazy. Yeah, could be uh, one of the best nights in our lives. I mean, it is only to get into the quarterfinal. At least against Barca, it was to get into the final, wasn't it? it the was Barca a, was yeah, a semi-final. Yeah. So this is round of sixteen. It's not got the same kind of prize at the end of it, if you will. But if we get into the quarters and we do go through against Real Madrid, I, I'd, I'd have us firm favourites to win it if we can go if through If we beat Real Madrid, Madrid tomorrow night and go through, we've won the European Cup, yeah, definitely. Like, Oof, we're going, we're going, Absolutely. Yeah, like, we're going all the way to Istanbul if we win that tomorrow. Yeah. Whether we won or not, is, I'm, not I'm not saying we've won it, but we're going to the final. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Well, he did say book your hotels. Listen, let's not get carried away there. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get too carried away. Let us know what you're feeling as well uh, for this game in the comments. But Mario, I know you're always positive. I know you're always hopeful that Liverpool can do the unthinkable. But we asked Raul last night. He said it was 70-30 to Madrid, which I actually thought was quite generous. I mean, he's given us a third percent, well, 30% chance of going through. 
What do you see it as? What, what's the numbers in your head? If, Alex, you know, this is one of the the games that, you know, we can... Of course, we concede five goals the first game and you remember like the 20 best minutes probably in Anfield, the first 20 minutes, then uh, you remember what's happened. We watched the game together. But yeah. this is one of those games that, uh, seriously, man, it's not just, a, you know, just a slogan. Everything can happen. Seriously, everything can happen tomorrow because this season with Liverpool, Sam, like you said, is, is we are so unpredictable. Yeah. So every game, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a surprise. What's going to happen today? What's going to happen against United, we score seven goals against Bournemouth, uh, bottom of the league. We we lost probably because we we was thinking about Wednesday. I I don't think it's like this, but you know everything can happen and why not? We can try. We can try. Uh, yeah. It's one of those games try. that's nothing to lose. You know, we go there, we play for our uh, for the badge for the supporters. Nothing to lose. We will try. Why not? Why not? It's, of course, it's a mission impossible because, uh, you know, scoring four, five, six goals, we can do it. But the problem is how many we will concede. This is the, the main problem because I'm 100% sure that we are capable to score five, even six goals. We can do it, mate. We can do it. We, we are crazy. How many we will concede? This is the problem. So... Five clean sheets in the last, what, six Prem games, though. So, yeah. although I definitely understand, especially against Real Madrid, we just concede a five to them. So, in my head, we don't concede or have a clean sheet against them. But Raul said as well last night, Keo, that if Liverpool... He said, don't forget, Liverpool scored two against us in 20 minutes. Yeah. When was the last time we did that against Real Madrid? Maybe 15 years ago. So, he's saying, if that happens again, two in 20, and we're going, oh, we only need one to go to penalties here. It is doable. No, of course, it's definitely doable. Like it is. We blew them away in the first 20 minutes. And I was thinking, we, we, look, we look great. The problem, or what we did wrong, was we, we tried to go for three, we tried to go for four. We, like, we, we didn't look at ourselves. Now we've been playing over the past few months and think, you know what, we're in a really good position here. Let's shut up shop. Let's let's see this game. Let's get to the half. Let's. We didn't manage the game like that at all. We went. We, we were a bit stupid in, in passes. We were a bit lazy. We tried to go go for things that weren't weren't on, and they punished us because that's what they do. But if we score, if we score early, guarantee out of the way. And we, that that burn about be nervy. That's what we need. Score straight away. If we score early. That burn about be very nervy. I almost get, think we have to score one. in the first ten minutes. Here. Yes, yeah. we almost have to. It'd be, it'd be massive if we do. Like if we do. But you just got to keep going. Like I say, it could be three goals in the, in the last in the last ten minutes. You, you know what Liverpool are like. So we'll take it. Exactly. Um, we're still not going there, thinking it's already done and we're out. We never say never. Says Trent. He's the one that took the the famous uh, corner quickly. He's the one that got <laughs> mm -hmm. us basically into that final with some quick thinking. I mean, what minute does it have to go past for you to be like, right, this is just not happening now? Because we're going to be in Jurgen's tomorrow watching it. Keo is welcome to join us there. Um, so if you are. In, um, in in Liverpool, make sure we do come down to Jürgen's tomorrow to watch it with us. But I think for me, if it gets to if it gets to sixty and it's nil nil, it's I mean it can it's happen gone. still in half an hour. But then you're just no. you become a little bit more. It'll be more, a lot more navy. But at yeah. sixty minutes, if it's still nil nil, like, I'll still be thinking. I'll still be waiting for it to happen. I will be. I've got. I said I've got a feeling, but I don't see it happening. But I can feel it. If you know what I mean. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that to you, lad. But I do. I can feel something. Happening. Listen. Can you feel it? Let us know at home. Can Liverpool do this? Uh, Maxwell in the comments is saying we aren't beating Madrid by four, maybe two. And when I said to you just before we went on air, it would be a typical Liverpool thing to win that two nil, 
mm-hmm. and not get the third goal, but be that close to doing it. Maybe hit the bar in the last minute. That would be typical Liverpool. Especially this season, yeah. But typical Liverpool in the European Cup, you know, we like they'll get more poetic. We do have a love affair with the competition. We, we do, so. mate. We do. And stranger things have happened, as we know. Captain Sal 7.0 with the seven up picture. Um, anything is possible tomorrow, but a long shot if we go through. Don't be deluded, lads, says Sumant. Uh, we ain't going through. We're terrible at the minute. You know how many comments like these don't be deluded before the Barcelona game? Yeah. Before the return? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, how many? Oh, so... We had a comment last night on the stream saying someone was watching uh, Tom Cruise films because Mission Impossible uh, 6 or whatever it is now is it's on Wednesday night. He says, Sultan says, Mission Impossible, I just want to win it, but I can't see it happening. Uh, we've even got a Chelsea fan rolling with us this morning. Not too sure how I feel about that, but big up to you, Blue Patriot. Morning, lads. Up the Reds into these Madridians uh, saying Blair Mac B. Big up to you, my friend. Um, keep them coming in. We need a 4-2-3-1 formation saying Liverpool fan. I mean, is there any part of you, Keo and Mario, that thinks, forget the full 3-3 for this. Let's have almost Jota, Salah wingers with Nunes and Gakpo up front with just two sitting midfielders. I'd probably be more inclined to go towards that if we're at 60 minutes and it doesn't at work. At 60, right, yeah. The way we looked against Man United... With Gapo dropped into into I'll call it the Firmino the role, like role deeper, yeah. that deep that deeper role, and the wingers were firing. We looked dangerous, and that's why we that's why we scored seven goals. Because obviously, it's not every week. We Liverpool have always created loads of chances in games, and it's sometimes I, I've come out of the ground and said that should have been seven, that should have yeah. been eight, that, and it just happened against Man United, and, 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 and we absolutely punished them. So. That's the best I've seen us look for a long time. So I'd be more inclined to go with that setup, and and um, like I say, try and punish them and try and get blitz them three or four goals early on. But I'm in dreamland there, like but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, Alex, I spoke two days ago with Bruce Grobbler. He was uh, in, Amalia. in Amalia, so we had a like half an hour, forty minute chat. Lovely fella, you know him definitely. Yeah. Uh, so we spoke about this game, and he told me what he thinks about the formation. He say. If I'm Jurgen Klopp, of course, I'm gonna put like three central defenders: Matip, Konate, eh, Matip, <clears throat> Van Dijk, Konate, and Konate <clears throat> is gonna be a kind of uh, eh, just take care of Vinicius. Then the two eh, Arnold and um, eh, Robo, that in the defensive point of view, we're gonna defend in five. But when he attacking, they're gonna be like you know like a wingers. So then three midfielders and two strikers. I mean, so in that way, because he say Trent this season, you know, two assists good. all season for Trent. As, but in in the defensive point of view, it's not too good because Vinicius is a beast. Let's say this: Vinicius is unbelievable. So we need someone like Konate to stop him. And he say, "I'm gonna play like this for me, like three central defenders," which is it's not a bad idea if you think. I like the idea of yeah? it. Yeah, yeah. Whether it works or not, mm. I think. It seems like quite old school that in terms of um, that formation. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, Very old school. But we need like to defend as well. Thing, if he concedes gold, he's but done. I understand the logic mm. behind it as well. If you just exactly. say to Kanate, stay on him, don't let him move, and then that allows uh, Matip and Van Dijk to, to take care of more slower players like Benzema, who didn't play in the last game, by the way. No. Um, they played Rodrigo and Binny up front together in like a 4 4 2. So they could also go to a 4 4 2. They've got that as well. So I think it's just about, you know, sensing what they're going to do. But if you go with three centre-backs, that does allow you, if you're chasing the game later on, to bring one of them off and put another striker on. 
So how do we play this one? Let us know in the comments. Um, big up to you for that one that's kicked us off on a tangent there. Um, <laughs> big up to Jungle is massive. Saw AGT flying down Shield Road giving Mario a takey. What's my takey, <laughs> lads? It's like a backy, isn't it? When you're oh, back okay. on the back of a bike or a scooter oh. or whatever. <laughs> This is All false, right. by the way. This isn't true. <laughs> this is true, though. Saw AG2 flying down Duke Street on a void the other day. Big up the cop TV every time. Why well, were you on the back? <laughs> 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 Mr. Jam. Is that the Mr. Jam? That would be good. Um, it's Madrid, guys. If we score one, they will score two clutch AF. It is the kind of team that... You know, I said last. I said I know. I keep referring last to last night's stream with Mario, but I was saying if we score ten, they'd score eleven. If we shoot them in the back, they shoot us, and then they're standing over us to kill us. They're going to look at us like you should have killed me because exactly. now I'm here to kill you. That's what they do. They yeah. just find a way. 120 minutes across two legs. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, they find a way. Um, Stop chatting pony about us winning. What you schmolken? Says Mozo. Wouldn't you like to know, my friend? <laughs> uh, didn't know Benny Blanco was a red. <laughs> Saying jungle is massive. Is that about you? No, it's about you, Benny Blanco. You look Pull a bit like Benny Blanco. Where's Benny Blanco? Pull a picture up. It's me. I know it's you. I thought you were chatting about him. Benny Blanco. Yeah, you're laughing this one. Search little little dicky. <laughs> I love little dicky, bro. Search little dicky. He's our pause. kid. Look at him. I love Lil Dicky. He's one of my looks favorite like, rappers. Like, you could, if I said to you he was my brother, you wouldn't say no, would you? He's a belting him. He's a him. sick rapper, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's <laughs> 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 that then. one a few times as well. Remember his tune, Professional Rapper with Snoop Dogg? Yeah, they do actually. That's, yeah, yeah, sick song. Yeah. That's what got me into Lil yeah. Dicky. And someone showed me that. I was absolutely creased. I was actually thinking, like, 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 um, Benny Blanco from the Bronx. I was, thought, I was thinking you were chatting about this fella who looks a bit more like Mario. You know, have you you've seen uh, Carlito's yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, remember yeah, Carlito's yeah, yeah. way? You remember me, Benny Blanco from the Bronx, man? <laughs> no mustache, mate. Have you seen this? He's you look a bit like him. A little bit, you know. <laughs> you look a little bit like him. I'm the no, Zerbi, please. The Zerbi. I'm you are the Roberto Zerbi. Roberto the Zerbi. Why you see it in that jacket anyway? Yeah, that would be a sick jacket. <laughs> have you not seen this film, Mario? Oh, that's... Carlito's Way. Carlito's you know, Way, of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Luchito's Way. With Luchito's Way, yeah. This is the film it's based on, bro. All my ideas for T-shirts are just based on Mafia from... films. <laughs> I've got Klopp Father, Klopp Fellas, all of that, man. I love Mafia films. They're my favourite. Because you are Mafia inside you, you know. No, I'm joking. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, no, 4-3-3. Ancelotti's getting tired of it, of beating it over and over. Um, the thing is, if I mean, they could obviously use Cruz and Modric, Camavinga, Chumeni, Um, So they've got options as well. Which brings me on to my next point. Injuries, right? Will we see Thiago? Will we see Luis Diaz, who we just mentioned, Back in this squad, will they play? Will they get minutes? How many minutes do they get? It leads me on to uh, this point here that I wanted to read out to you, which is just unbelievable. So it's the most Premier League games this season missed through injury, right? The top four, I'll go from fourth. Nottingham Forest, 120 games. That's because they've got about 90 players though. So yeah. two injuries each and you know what I mean? They're finished. Newcastle, 122 games. Obviously Callum Wilson's injured a lot. Who else has been out for them? Trippier was out for a bit. Trippier, yeah. In my head, though, I'm not, I can't really think of too many. Um, suspension, definitely. Chelsea, 124 games, but 40, sorry, 38 games more than anyone else. Liverpool, 162 games we have missed this season. Yeah. Only this season. Only this season <laughs> through injury. That is so many more than anyone else. Kira. It shows like, the injury problem has actually been a problem. 
Uh, yeah. We've been crap at times, and uh, I, you know, I've said it myself. Don't be moaning about injuries when you're playing and you're playing shit like that. You know what I mean? But it does show it must be a contributing factor. It's a lot of games to miss, like, but it is what it is. So it happens to other teams as well. And you know, teams have won titles with big injuries and teams have won cups with big injuries. So have we. So it's not an excuse in that sense, but it's definitely a contributing factor, isn't it? That's so many. I mean, Lewis Diaz has been out since October 164. Jota. Sorry, two. Obviously, Jota. Twice. Lewis Diaz, Thiago about three times. Hendo's been out for a while. Um, On Thiago, we saw uh, a little video of him in the gym yesterday with his top off looking trimmed, looking um, like he's ready to to play. But we saw that he joined team training at the end of last week. Is that, I mean, they'll definitely both be fit for the City game, but we need them now. Do we? I mean, these are our two two of our best players, Luis Diaz, Thiago. Will they play for you tomorrow? I think Luis Diaz probably will play 10, 15 minutes tomorrow. Only? It depends how 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 he feels, how his form, his condition. Bro, the last game of Luis Diaz, the last official game was October against Arsenal. We're yeah. talking about five months. So in five months, I don't think man. he can come in on the pitch and make the difference, make miracles because he needs time. He needs, you know. I don't think we'll see Diaz. Probably tell me it's probably enough. I don't. F- yeah. Depends of the game. Depends of the game. So, it, you know. But if there's a sixty percent fit Thiago, I think he plays. Sixty. Mm. I mean, he's never probably a hundred, is he? No. But <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Would you take a sixty percent fit? Thiago? I don't think there's any room for play- for playing players that aren't that aren't up to that level because Madrid will just punish you. Because he played in the final and there was a little doubt, like an hour before yeah, kickoff, yeah, wasn't yeah. there, that he wouldn't play, but he had a good game. I mean, we lost, but I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think I take risks on players. Plus, also the fact is, we we have we're still in a race for top four as well. So even if tomorrow doesn't go our way, we don't want to be causing damage to players rushing them back too soon when there's still uh, how many games are left now? Uh, 12, 15, 13 games, something 13 like games. this. Yeah, it's getting smaller. It's getting into yeah, single yeah. figures. At one point, it was eighteen games left. There's longer yeah, time, yes. and now it's like the runnings in in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm thinking shit. Yeah. There's only about nine games left. Imagine how Everton are feeling. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. Um, now, listen, let us know in the comments how uh, long do we see Luis Luis Diaz for? How long do we see Thiago, if at all? Uh, Maxwell here saying the scenes when Artemelo starts, he's another name that's been <laughs> um, injured for ages and ages and ages. He's only played 13 minutes back in October against Napoli. You saw him recently, innit? Yes, I want to say this. Uh, I met uh, Arturo Melo uh, before the Man United game in front of the main stand with his beard and stuff like this. You know, a hundred uh, supporters around him. No one cares about Melo. No one asks a picture to him. No one say, look, this is Arturo Melo. They're asking you though, aren't they? No, <laughs> nobody cares about him. It's, you know, it was strange because he's, you know, he played for a Juventus, for yeah. a Barcelona. He's a Liverpool player now. But, you know, it's very, very strange fact that nobody cares about Artur Melo. You know, the Liverpool supporters, when you see, you know, a player, you go mad, I go mad as well, I'm the face that go. But I didn't care about Artur Melo, it's just Artur Melo, yeah. Say hello to him, see you later, you know. Stuff like this, that's, it's a strange fact that, you know, we, we don't even consider him a Liverpool player because he played just 70 minutes, 30 minutes 13, against Napoli. Yeah. Against Napoli, so he's... 1-3. I feel a, a, a bit sorry for him, you know. No, I do as well, because <laughs> he's clearly a, a decent player. I'm not saying he's a world-beater, exactly. but you don't go to Barca and Juve and play uh, uh, and not be bad. The only thing is, for me, if you actually look at his Wikipedia, um, which I'll get up now, he's only played, like, in terms of league games in his whole career... That's what I was about to not say. Not that many. You also don't... 
go to Barca and not play and get sold. Yeah, you know, go to Juve and not play and get sold. Mate, this is. If, I mean, if you're any good, and that that was what I thought when we signed him. It was a panic buy, and I was thinking, why why are they so happy, so happy to get rid of him on a loan on the last day? Cause Something stinks. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. It was a proper panic signing, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? And obviously, at the time, Thiago was injured. We were maybe looking at a playmaker to to replace him temporarily. Um, but looking at his stats, I mean, Arta <laughs> Enrique Ramos de Olivier Ramelo. <laughs> Some name that, by the way. He played in that match semi final against Barcelona. He did. Yeah, he, he played did. that he the whole 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, age 26, and he's never played more than 50 league games for a team. Age sure 26. I mean. That stinks, doesn't it? It does stink. Shows I mean, every manager who's ever had them doesn't rate them, whether it's in training or in, on the pitch. No team wants to keep him. Everyone's happy to see him out the door pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know his mean? Just, it's, not, it's not the sign of a player great. that's like indispensable to a squad, is it? Doesn't look great. I mean, 22 games in, what, five years for Brazil. It just hasn't really worked. It not just, I mean, the CV is great. You go from, and it reads as it should do, right? You start off in Gremio, which is where Lucas Leiber started Lucas in Leiber, yes. Brazil. You get that massive move at a young age to Barcelona. You're thinking, wow, this is the start of something special. Exactly. Doesn't really work out there. Go to Juventus, doesn't really work out there either. And we is still on loan from Juventus. But do you know what? For his sake, I hope, you know, give us a couple of good games before you go, because he definitely will be going. But... Give us maybe a, I don't know, five nice appearances for Liverpool, and then maybe get yourself a move. You got more chance of seeing him in that Legends game on Saturday. Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) He plays twenty-two games for Brazil. Yeah, and one goal. Yeah. Oh my God! Like the back of the net. This is shocking. This is shocking. The the net, no. This is shocking, Stad. Yeah, how many caps so, have you got for Brazil? Me? Yeah. Uh, 11. <laughs> how many goals have you yeah. scored? <laughs> no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> one, one less than him. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't actually sound that bad when you say that. I mean, player of... I mean, he's a... Come on, he's a decent player. He's not yeah. bad, but, you know, it's like... Uh, people treat him like a... Uh, 26, no one... though. Should be yes, playing more 26. than that. Should be absolutely bossing it. Should be. This should be you're coming yeah. into the prime, really. But bless him. But man. this is Alex. This is the the appearances just in the play, in the in the um, in the league. They don't count the Champions League yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. So league, 48 yeah. in two years with Barcelona means 24 for season, which is not too bad. It's two thirds of the season, really, isn't it? Yeah. So you've missed 24 and 24, yeah. for example. You know. Um, Jamie reckons that Melo is in the safari park with Jose Enrique. <laughs> um, we should have got Mario on loan instead, says Sean. <laughs> Enrique La. Oh, I was a good player Enrique. 10 years ago. Artemelo was such a waste of money. <laughs> Diaz keeps getting pushed back. Safety or just being misled? That's a good question. I mean, he did have two massive different knee injuries within... It was the Arsenal injury and then he did it again in, in Dubai, didn't in he? In Dubai, yes. And it was an MTO and then a, 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 an ACL maybe on the knee. The and same knee. But the same knee, but injuries. two different sides, yeah. man. Yeah. Like two injuries separate so to each other. He looks like he's bulked up a bit though. It looks like he's been in the gym. To be fair, it looks like he's on. he should be on Carlito's way. You know the, the chubbier one on Carlito's yeah, way at the start? Yeah. He's getting to look... I think that's why I had the idea for the T-shirt. He was he skinny when he, like when, he, when he arrived. Almost though, too he, skinny, though. Yeah, it was. Like, he looked like he needed to put a bit of beef on. He's a bowl of um, Diaz is our best forward. I can't wait to see him back, says Rosie. Um, I have thrown in the towel. Let's go to Madrid and not disgrace ourselves. What was that, Mario? Did you remember when I told you uh, after the first game of Luis Diaz for Liverpool against Leicester last season when we won 2-0 yeah. and he was like uh, the best player on the pitch? Did you remember after the game what I told you about Diaz? 
Mm. Great player, massive player, but he needs to put some oh, okay. weight. You remember okay. that? Oh, yeah, I do actually. You don't, you don't. No, I do, I do, I do. So he His looks... first game was actually against Cardiff though, wasn't it? Exactly. In the cup. Um... Yeah, exactly. That was his debut. But he's like um, whole 90 minutes against uh, Leicester. Yeah. So after that game, I told you that he needs to. Um, Thiago and Diaz not match fit, saying, Bear, uh, you can't throw players into a game of... Uh, not fit for, uh, players into a game of this magnitude. Um, what about the Palina interest? We will definitely speak about that and Jude Bellingham. But at the minute, um, we're still on Luis Diaz, who is apparently on applied nutrition bulk. <laughs> Saying, uh, Jamie, uh, as well, this is also applied nutrition. Go and get your body fuel now. Uh, one of the best drinks on the market right now. Do leave a like. We don't do this just for shits and giggles. We do like to get likes, which helps us get boosted up the algorithm, which helps us get more views, which helps us get more guests on. So make sure you do press that like, people. There's over 135 of you in the chat right now. Um, I believe we can still do it against Real Madrid. Let's go, Liverpool. Uh, let's have a minute on Keo. I wanted to talk about your new song, bro, which I'm a big fan of. I have only just heard it, but in the first seven seconds, I loved it. And the the pictures, the, the kind of steering of where your career's going now in terms of you want to... Is it true to say or is it... You, you can tell me, but... Obviously, everyone knows you from being that guy on stage singing the Liverpool songs, writing the Liverpool book, working with the club, being a model as well, <laughs> face of L1, um, LFC Retail. But with this song now, are you trying to maybe steer away from that a little bit and and release the EP and, and see how that goes? Can we also just get a little clip of that before he answers as well? This is, um, what, what are we calling this Happy one? to Lose My Mind is the name of the song. Love it. Sneak preview. Love it. Thanks for the sneak preview, man. Um, so, um, so yeah, in, I wouldn't say away from it. I, I absolutely love what I do in, with the Liverpool stuff. I'm a, I'm a massive Liverpool fan. I love following my team. I love going to meet Liverpool fans all around the world. And So I wouldn't say away from it, but my biggest passion is music. And I want to be an artist. I want to release music. I want to be known for releasing music. I want people to hear the songs that I've written. So I see it as an opportunity, a platform. If, if people know who I am or people know me face in any way, shape or form, then to direct them towards the art that I create. And you mentioned there about the pictures and and how and how, and how it looks. It's a big thing. It's a big thing for me in terms of in terms of um, how how uh, you know how I release music. It's been, it's been. It's, uh, I'll start again. It's been a bit of a tough time in the sense of releasing tunes because last year I, I had this song recorded last year and for, for one reason or another, I, I, I didn't get the opportunity to release it last year. There's no label involved. There's no management. There's no PR. I, I look that, after though, all man. that myself. So it's tough, but it's it's if you if you believe in something, you want to do something, you go for it. And that's why this year I'll be releasing as much music as possible, starting with this track. In fact, you can actually pre-order it today. So you've got an exclusive here, lad. Um, there you go. You can search it Love now. That. iTunes store. Happy to lose my mind. Keo, K I E O. So there's the plug. But yeah, thank you very much for plugging it. And um, when it comes out on the twenty fourth of March, I'll um, I'll see what your thoughts are when you're in it. Oh, full. bro, I want to hear it before then. 
I'm going oh, yeah. on holiday next week. I want to be playing out on the beach, doing little <laughs> videos for you in Tenerife with the tune on, 100%. Get up, get along, be on the bar. Yeah, 100%, bro. Um, <laughs> like... Does Keo have a music channel saying Jake in the comments? Yeah, well, like I say, this is the second release. Um, so in terms of, of my socials and stuff like that, it's Keo Music, K-I-E-O. It's um, it's only the second time I've released music. So in terms of YouTube and stuff like that, there's, there's minimal content on there, but we're starting to... Um, to push that's a big it, thing man. for me, yeah, because I know how important that that is. But you can search Keo Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and you'll find it. And um, yeah, give us a follow and pre-order the track. Support Listen, it. you have to pre-order this track. Be up to Jamie. Top tunes, top Barnet, local talent is the way forward, he says there, and I definitely agree with him. The artwork's beautiful as well. It's very kind of a bit moody, late-night Liverpool yeah. Um, with the tunes to match it as well, I think it's it's aesthetically it's it's spot on as well. Um, the album covers cover wicked. You've got man. a massive connection with Liverpool, mate. Look at the players, stuff like this. Yeah. Wow. yeah, that was the other week. That was it. Um, obviously, we've been on before plugging the book. Yeah, and um, for World Book Day, uh, the club and Kadansha, who were a partner in the club, got in contact and wanted to do something around World Book Day. That. that was it, a little competition for World Book Day. That's one of the kids. Uh, it's good, that, isn't it? <laughs> Alison Becker. Yeah, look at his face. You put, uh, you know, uh, it's brilliant. But yeah, um, so we've done something with the, with, with a, a <laughs> local community group called the Greenhouse Project. Some some kids from schools, we're Liverpool fans. We took them to Anfield. Done like a little workshop with them with rhyming rhyming songs yeah, and make their own sick. songs up and stuff like that. And we surprised them with the players. So the players come Unreal, out and, and and the faces are great. Like, of course. Uh, what was it like with the players there as well? It was, it was, they were sound, you know, yeah. they were sound. They were um, they were running a little bit late and the kids were only there up until a certain point. So it was a bit nervy whether they were gonna whether they were gonna actually make it on yeah, time, yeah. but they, they made the effort to get there, they were great. Funny as him with Bobby and Bobby and Keo lad, and I was like, like, yes, I'm having that. Like, I'm taking yes. that one. <laughs> lad. Before, said, yeah. before he even knew he was going as well, so they didn't even get a chance. In my, in my head, there he was signing a new deal at that yeah. point. Do you know what I mean? So, but it was, he was great, and Adrian was a laugh, and and Costas was 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 great as well, and they were great with the kids, and the. And I made up they've done it because, like I say, it's one thing for me being a Liverpool fan, working like Liverpool players, that's great, but there's the kids, it was the scene, of the, course. Face, the faces on them and, and the opportunity to meet the, the, the heroes, it was uh, special. Fortunately, Arthur Mello wasn't there, so know, yeah. it's a good news, you know. For... They'd be going, who's that? <laughs> who's that? <laughs> Never seen him before. That's Sam... brilliant, mate, seriously. Brilliant. Yeah, 100%, no, seriously. I love um, kids, I have my daughter, so I, I understand what you mean when you're talking about kids and you make a book for the kids, so this is brilliant. It's important, and we're known for that atmosphere, aren't we? And, and there's a reason why, it's because it was always passed down in, in some way, and now it's different in terms of kids going the game, and it's hard for kids to get in the stadium and, and get two tickets together and get young people in with the credit systems and all things that go on. Yeah, so for sure it is. it's important to keep to, to, to keep that tradition going, singing songs from an early age. I mean, I knew, I knew Liverpool songs at an early age. I remember a little CD, or an LP, actually. I mean, Anne's LP, the Cop Choir. Oh, I've got that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My nan, my, my nan gave uh, that to me as well, you know. Yeah. It's got like uh, else from the there? 60s or something, right? Yeah, it's an old one. Like, yeah, yeah, I've got it, bro. I've and then there the was another one. one in like, I think it was late 80s, early 90s. We had a few more. It was like a CD version, but that wasn't that wasn't as good as that. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember the front cover as well, the cop choir. Yeah, and it had them on the, the scarf, top like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah man, my mum gave me that. Also, one of the best Liverpool songs out there, Pete Wiley, Heart As Big As Yeah, Liverpool. yeah, what a song that, that is. That was one of, like, one of the first songs I had on a CD. I remember being amazed at how long it was. It was like a seven-minute tune. Yeah, it's a big track. Like, it's powerful, though, isn't it? Wow, this song's seven minutes. And my dad used to work in the music industry and he used to be a footballer as well. But when he used to work in the music, he 
that song came on, he said, oh, I'll buy that because I've worked with Pete before and he signed it for us and everything, like Pete Wiley from The Mighty War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just love all these Liverpool songs. Like, I, I just love music in Liverpool for me without sounding like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> because Liverpool City, <laughs> what is it? Yeah, so... Le football and yeah. music. Support of a little-known Scottish outfit called Texas. Yes, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, honestly, the music that comes out of this city is unreal. Heart as big as the city is my childhood. Still played around Anfield. Still, uh, I'm sure you've probably sung it a few times as well. Yeah, I've covered that in the past. Uh, yeah, uh, a couple of times. It's it's a big one to sing though. There's, you put some vocal on that. Track. Heart <laughs> yeah, it's as a big as my hometown. You've done Boss Night a couple of times in the past. People. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wicked, man. I'd love. I'd definitely love to come to the next one that you do as well. Um, we just got to try and stay in Europe and then try and get some boss yeah, if, Ever <laughs> if Everton go down, I'll um, I'll be a chief pole bearer, being in a blue coffin, being in a blue coffin out at the Olympia. You can mark my words. The like, if they go down, I will bring that coffin out on stage. Like, Tickets on sale for that. Too. <laughs> with that. With that music on, you know, and the lads are like lifting up the... the oh, man. Um, right, let's get back into the Liverpool chat. Um, Jude Bellingham. Now... I'm almost sick to the teeth of talking yeah, about this fella. I love him, obviously. The more we talk about him, the worse we play. Yeah, I mean, we're all <laughs> saying... I mean, there was how many people tweeting him last week going, oh, have you watched that 7-0, lad? Do you want to get a bit of that? And then we lose... Him. Yeah, he, he must have had to turn his, uh, his bloody notifications off or mute the word Liverpool on his timeline. But we're hearing that according to AS underscore football, which is a, a very reputable publication in Spain, um, we're hearing that there's been talks between Jude's dad and and the and the and the club, um, which doesn't mean to say he hasn't also been speaking to Liverpool. It's more about seeing what's out there. It's March time now, so come the end of May, probably going to have a decision to make. I mean, is, is there another side of it that's disrespectful to to Dortmund for even we're talking about him as if he's not their player at the minute. I don't know, maybe that's another question, but 123 million pounds uh, is around about 140 million euros. They're saying that Madrid have prepared or will have that ready to offer him or Dortmund in the summer. Now, if it is one, two, three million pounds, um, two questions for you both. I kind of know the answer to them both already, but I'll ask you anyway. Can we match that? Can we go further than that if it gets into a bidding war? And in your heads, where does he want to go if those are the two main options? I'll ask them, answer them in reverse order. Yes, that would be Where good. he wants to go. <laughs> now, we thought, I was saying then he must be getting sick of it. He must know how much Liverpool want him. Not just mean it's the no club. secret. I mean the fans, yeah, it's no secret. So he knows if he makes that move to Liverpool, he's an instant hit. The fans are going to love him straight away, and he and he's got an opportunity to be at a club. But he talks about in these interviews of the connection with a city and all these things. So that's there. However, Liverpool finished fifth or sixth, and all of a sudden there's a wholesale changes planned in the summer when they sit down with Jude and they say, "Well, who's leaving? Who's going?" And there's a big long list going out, and there's a big long list coming in. It's like team who's fifth or sixth in the league completely changing the side. Yeah. Or like them saying they build it around me, this, this, and this, and then you're Real Madrid, and they're saying, "Well, we're the best team in Europe." We've got unlimited wages for you. We've got unlimited transfer fee. We look after you, and you play, and, and you get to play with the best players. So it's 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 not it's it's a not an easy sorry it's not a tough sell to go to Real Madrid, and it's not an easy sell to get to Liverpool. If you finish outside the top, top four, yeah. but there is something when he speaks. There is something there, isn't he? Like it, there's no smoke without fire. We can all see. There's like 
something that the way he's speaking about connections with cities and the way things are celebrated with some clubs and stuff like that, basically ruin out the likes of City yeah. or or PSG and and these things. So I think it is probably a two horse race between Madrid and Liverpool. However, it is our fellow meeting people. He's his agent, isn't he? So mm. you, if you expect some sort of mad loyalty where he's just going to say, I'm just speaking to Liverpool, then you're off your head, aren't you? He's going to speak to every club who's got, the, yeah. who's got that sort of money and got that sort of wages. And I feel like his dad could be the kind of dad that's like, we're not just going to there because you're getting the biggest dough because he's more invested in his career. He's not just some agent that's messaging him on Instagram yeah, saying, course. let me be your agent. It's his dad. <clears throat> We've seen him literally play before anyone. So he could say, listen... Go to Liverpool, sign a four-year deal. You're still, t- what, how old is he, 19? He's 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2003. Okay. So He's definitely the- got, got the potential to go to Liverpool and then somewhere else. That's exactly. what I was going to say. Like, exactly. You don't have to go to Real Madrid now because as... <laughs> At uh, the same time, though, some players never get the opportunity to play for Real Madrid ever again. Yeah. And I'm playing devil's advocate here because I, I want him at Liverpool, but you talk about his career and stuff like that. Playing at the highest level for Real Madrid at 19 and delivering is... is well yeah. beaten, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But on the other hand, I'm trying to think from obviously a, a red hat on, but could his dad say, listen, go and sign a four-year deal at Liverpool and at 23, we'll have a clause in the contract that allows you or gives Madrid first choice to go and buy you because there's no shame in in working your way up to it. I mean, he's in all fairness, he's played at Birmingham and, and Borussia Dortmund, which is a massive club, as we know. But I think Liverpool's the step up from Dortmund and then the natural maybe step up from that is Madrid. I don't think there's any shame in going there when you're 24, 25. No, but from where we're sat, we, 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 we don't want Liverpool to be there and Real Madrid to be there. The reason we're signing Bellingham is because we want... We want to be next Two to years them. ago, Liverpool were the most yeah. attractive outfit on the planet, weren't they, in terms of how they play and the manager they had and stuff like that. So that's what we want. And it's just if we finish outside that top four, because if we don't finish in the top four, the way we spend in the summer is going to be different. And that's a yeah. fact. And there's a lot of players going to leave and there's a lot of players coming in. And I think you'll see potentially looking at free transfers in the market and stuff like that. People talk about needing five, six, seven players. Yeah, we do. But we're not going to be signing five, six, seven hundred million pound footballers. It's just not happening. Mm. So there's going to be there's going to be signings. And, and I do think there's a reason we haven't spent big in the summer and the reason we haven't spent big in January because they probably have got that 123 million quid ready. If, if And if they'll go to Liverpool, they'll pay it. I do think that, like, mm. it's just whether we finish in the top four and all of a sudden his, his dad and his agents and everybody says, we're offering you more money, Champions League football and the biggest club in the world. Why would you go to a team that's just finished fifth or sixth and just get rid of six or seven players? That's if we finish fifth or sixth. I don't think we're going to, but, but if we it's do, important. could his dad not also say to him, don't worry about where they finish this season. Have a season where... You adapt to the Premier League. Not that I think he needs time to, but do you know what I'm trying to say? He could almost say that. like... It's a better club for him in terms of a personal relationship. And the manager's going to look after him. The manager's perfect for him. The fans are going to love him straight away. It's a nice fit for a 19-year-old. Yeah. It really is. It's perfect. But it's, he's Champions League level. He delivers in the Champions League every single season. So it's not like we so can say, you know, wait a year, then you get your champion. He's already exactly. captain in yeah, winning he, games he, with exactly. Dortmund in there now. Exactly. I mean, he, he might have actually it's played massive, his last that's game top in the force, Champions massive. League. It's, it, it's bigger and bigger every game we play. Yeah, and we get further away from it every game yeah, we play. We're a little, <laughs> we've only got eight games left. <laughs> well, I'm joking. We've got a few more than that. Um, but look at this comment from Rosie. Why would Madrid want him? They already have their future set with Valverde, Camavinga and Chumeni. I mean, yeah, they do. But... They don't care. Real it's Real Madrid. It's Real Madrid, yeah. It's puta Real Madrid. Every time I come back to talking about Madrid, it's always... Yeah, but it's Real Madrid, and I'm fed up. 
because they beat us in finals. They're taking, they've been taking our players for, for decades, really. McManaman, Owen. McManaman, <laughs> Owen, Alonso. Michael Owen, of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> we've Alonso. been giving them the best players that we've had for years. They beat <laughs> us in finals. Come on, boys. Let us have this one. Like, look who else you've got there. Valverde, Camavinga, Tremaine, come on. Um, but then, you know, Dortmund are maybe saying that he gets a two-year deal. No, I don't, I don't think so. Is that just to build up the yeah. price a little bit exactly. more? Exactly. Yeah, I can see this all I think playing Alex... out in front of us. <clears throat> is our fella is a loose woman, says Jungle is <laughs> Loose woman, as, as in just going around chatting to everyone, basically, on a sofa. Um, he will just be another for Real Madrid. And this is exactly. the thing that we could say. That's what you're getting at, isn't it? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. You can be... Forget the main man. Yeah. You're, ahead, you're ahead of the main man. Well, the main man's Klopp. If you're the manager, you're always the main man. But you know what I mean? Of course, if he comes he, to he Liverpool. He becomes more important than Salah exactly. for me if he, if he joins He's massive if he joins. And the way he talks about his hero being Gerard and oh, like I said, these things about... teasing us though. Yeah, it is. But like maybe there's, there, there is something in that. There's no smoke without fire. But it's I do think it's key. Modern football is not the, the, the love story it, it used to be in that sense. And there's still, no there's I'm, no romance in it. I'm we've, still we've, an old we've, romantic. Yeah, though, so man. am I. Like I say, I'd love I'd love to sign him, and I, but I do think if we finish fifth or sixth, there's going to be a different conversation. I'm for sure. Oh God, just come to Liverpool, please, man. Uh, FSG <laughs> said uh, Henry, there will be sensible transfers. We read out that quote last week from the Echo interview that FSG did. Uh, that means paying 130 for Bellingham isn't sensible. <sighs> that is sensible, but it is sensible. Yeah. It is. That, that, it's the only sensible yeah. thing to do, actually. If he signs for Liverpool, 130 million as the first good game, he's worth sensible. 150. Exactly. <laughs> Straight away. That like. is a, and then bang, you've got your. And then the shirt sales that you would get in the first yeah, month. God, the, the resale value on them and all oh, that is mate. endless in terms of a business Double. business proposal. Like. Um, and this is a, another point to make people end careers at Madrid, not start them. Um, they also took Jersey Dudek in the 06, well, yeah. 07, That's uh, a in show. 0, yeah, in 2008, was it? After the 07-08 season? 2006. Yeah, 06-07 season. Big up to Jersey, man. Do you know what I mean? Only ever really played well for us in finals, but I'll one take of the worst <laughs> Liverpool keepers in the history, mate. Wow. Yes. Seriously. Absolutely. That he had heavy he, shot, had, he had the best nights in Istanbul. He made miracles. He won. He had just the, the best game ever in that night. Of the rest is just average keeper. Yeah. What yeah. do you think about yeah, it? Yeah. Heavy. I mean, I'm not, not going to say he, he, he shouldn't be uh, eulogized about because he should. It's not a Liverpool legend. It's not a Liverpool legend. He is. No. He is. Yeah, right, what are you doing in the Istanbul? That makes you... Jimmy makes you a is a Liverpool Okay, legend, okay, just for that reason, probably, yes. But for the rest, all but the... But he was an average keeper, like, uh, uh, he was an average keeper. He made keeper. a few howlers, like, didn't yeah, he? Compared to Alisson week by week. <laughs> Who would you rather have in goal, Vesterveld or Dudek? Vesterveld. Really? 100%. He was Keogh? a very and he, good and he did And he did jab Franny Jeffers as well, didn't he? He did. Franny <laughs> Jeffers got a red card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Franny got sent off for that as yeah, well, didn't he? Yeah, got scrapped, didn't he? That's when Derby's with the Derby's. 1999. Um, let us know. Um, it's a bit harsh on Jersey Dudek, maybe. Um, Sean saying, I went to Poland and Dudek was posted all over the energy drinks there. <laughs> there is that story of him getting smashed as well, which led to uh, Bellamy and Risa, the golf club incident. Oh, yeah, remember, remember that one? Yeah. Of course. Saying Dudek was hammered. Bouncers was telling him to get out. He was having to get the bouncers. Gerald was like, come on, Jersey lads, fucking hell. Um, but if we don't get Jude, there is a couple other options, as we know. Palina at Fulham. Um, apparently valued at around 60 million. He has made 101 tackles this season alone. It's the most in the Premier League. The nearest we have, 
uh, Tiago and Fabinho with 41 each, Henderson with 19, which equals 101. Out win, of those three. That's massive, that winning the ball back in midfield. That's how we used to punish teams, isn't it? We used to just win the ball back and just tran the transition was so fast. We yeah. hear players. I'd like a sound like that. I didn't know them numbers, to be honest. Do you know what? I'd, it's crazy, actually, because all of our three midfielders totaled equals what he's done alone. But Thiago wins the ball back as many times as Fabinho. I like that. And I can actually see that when I, I see, see that, yeah. Thiago play. He does. He is a fighter as well. Like, he's not just chest and ping it little no look like he has got that he can head a ball as well he gets he wins headers Thiago that's why for me 65 70% fit Thiago plays man for me <laughs> um Dudek was also a rally driver at one point was yeah. he yeah, he's a sick cat like he's a sick cat <laughs> but he wasn't the best he wasn't he wasn't an amazing keeper like I've never been frustrated Dudek gave man. Mario the best birthday present ever that's for sure Explain That's this one. What happened? No, because the, the Istanbul day was my birthday. Was it? 25th was it? of May. Yeah. The 24th, lad. 24th oh, of May. Yeah. That's one, mate. Come on, dude. Like, so my that. 60th birthday, so of course. The Joel is right. This is Joel and my mates. That is the best birthday present Definitely. you could ever get. My best, my best birthday ever. My 16th birthday. Best. I 16 remember. 16 as well. I was in Italy. I remember that game and that <laughs> was something unbelievable. The, the biggest game in the history. Yeah, Not just no, for Liverpool supporters, ever, I think. The only problem with Palinha is this, 28. Um, which, again, you know, I, I would take. But at the same time, 28, you're not buying someone who's 23, yeah, 24. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, if you whereas, think that Bellingham is 10 years younger than him. Oh, my days. 10 that years. Is scary. Nine. That Come is on. scary. Exactly. Uh, I'd take Palinha over Mateus Nunes. Well, I would take... Neves over Nunes, to be honest. I, I love Ruben Neves. Yeah. Big fan of him. I think that's him. a potential. And I like the mount. You think we have to be, we, Link? I do yeah. like that. I do. I, 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 peep, it, he splits people, doesn't he? Some people go, no, I'm not I know, he's yes. Yeah, man. I'm having him. And I think under okay. Klopp as well, I think he'd be I think he'd be brilliant. Plus, I think we touched on this before. I've definitely touched, touched on this, speaking about the match before, this English quota thing. Yeah. We've got players. We've got we've got a lot of players who are English coming towards the end of the career. Milner's and Henderson's and how long is Ox. Jones there? Chamberlain. There's four English midfielders. Phillips. Phillips. Not Phillips. Oh, Irish defending. keeper Kelleher's rumored to be leaving. Yeah. There's six homegrown players gone. Yeah. So I think when we're looking in the market, like the idea of an English midfielder fits that. that for the, for that well. reason, I can understand. Yeah. 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 Um, but not for me personally, but there you go. Um, big up to Sultan with a super chat. Thank you very much. Um, Qatari Real, you must be in Qatar. Big up to you. In my opinion, we shouldn't sign him. He will cost us the whole budget whilst we need three CMs, one defender and a backup right wing and potentially a backup right back. I mean, I'd love to see Calvin Ramsey coming back um, to show us what he can do. I was a big fan of him when he did play a game for us. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, but there you go. Polina is 27, 28. FSG looks for a 20 to 26 age bracket for resellable value. I would take Jude, Mount, Polina, Nunes, Indian Scouser. I mean, dream on, mate. We're not getting all of them. That would be our I'm ideal, happy though. with Jude and Mason Mount. That's I think it. he means Polina or Nunes. Or, or, one or, or two, Nunes, yeah. I, I think can't see us getting three of them. We need midfielders, though. Oh, I mean, sure. I, you know, I'm, I think he just excited me there. I'd, I'd absolutely love that summer. Yeah, that would be a good summer. Speaking of um, rebuilding the team this year, uh, we're looking at 12 defeats in all comps this season under Klopp. Um, just to give you some context, the most that we've ever had under Klopp is 12 um, from the 2021 season and the 2015-16 season. 
boys, we only lost four games in all comps in 21-22 last year. That is just mind-blowing. And I think one was Napoli, one was... Last season, you mean? Yeah, in, in all comps. Last season, just four defeats, yeah. Unbelievable. And now Unbelievable. we are paying the bills oh, from last season. Yeah. And we can see that with all injuries, all the defeats, we are paying the bill from last season. The season before as well, was it 26 wins in 27 games? That's the best start with, with in one, any... With one draw. Yeah. That best, is... Best start in any league in the top five leagues ever. No, the season before was the lockdown season. You mean two seasons before? Yeah, yeah. Two yeah, seasons two seasons before. Yeah. Yeah. Season we won it. And there is news as well that Gavi's contract renewal registration has been cancelled by a court in Barcelona. Um, so is there, ty- is there an, op- an option to go and get Gavi as well in terms of that midfield? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. no? He's going he's gonna to renew for Barcelona. Yeah, they'll find a way, won't they? Exactly. They'll he's going to be like, you know, uh, Pedri and, ja- and Gavi would be the next uh, uh, Iniesta Xavi. Yeah, it's so simple. They won't let him go. And but Gavi- <clears throat> there is an opportunity to, to, to go in there if... if this doesn't work out, then, you know, I'd, I'd be in there for him. Um, Mount is from Portsmouth, so he's not even a Londoner. I was just at their academy from age six, saying mixed Mitchell. Um, ben Doak in the squad next year. Um, smash the likes. Why not? Yeah, ben Doak's a, a talent squad, for sure. We like him. Big time. Um, just before we finish, I wanted to get your thoughts on the alleged 2% ticket increase, uh, price increase for next season. I think that works out to be around a pound or two. Which again, listen, people spend that on a bag of crisps in the pub, half a pint, whatever. But when you take into consideration any increase during the the living cost, the cost of living crisis, the fuel that it takes to get to a game, the ticket price anyway, you're lucky to even pay face value sometimes if you're if you're maybe not from here or you don't get tickets often. What do you think of that? SOS have come out and condemned it, and they're saying that obviously they don't agree with it as well. Yeah, I I, I agree. Like. Cost of living crisis, things are getting tough for people and families. It's hard enough to 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 pay to go and watch your team anyway at the minute with all the other costs. Exactly, and so, so I, I I think it's poor from the club. They're probably trying to rationale it off of, uh, as it's essential and all this sort of thing. But you hit the nail on the head. We're in a we're in a cost of living crisis. Things are getting harder, so to make it harder to go the game is just doesn't make any sense to me. No. Definitely doesn't. Um, it's not even uh, the ticket increase that bothers me. It's the hospitality, but the increase does add up. Like, I mean, this probably gives FSG, what, one million extra a year? Is it worth it to do that? No. <laughs> that's the answer, isn't it? It's definitely no. Absolutely. I mean, if unless I was, that's if going... I was sat around that table, I'd be saying, well, we need an extra million pounds from somewhere. I'd be saying, you get it from somewhere else. You yeah. don't get it from that because it's just an absolute PR own goal, similar to the furlough yeah. situation and all that. And it's corporate waves in it sat around the table and yeah. and all of a sudden it, it, it ends up on our on our on our toes, happens to pick up the price and it might be a pound or two over the course of a season. And the fact it's just it's not morally right anyway, as I say. It's, things are tough at the minute, don't make it harder to go and watch Liverpool. Especially when we're playing crap. Works out <laughs> at, yeah. Works out a one pound more for a home ticket could be much worse. Seventeen pounds for a season ticket. I hear that, but it's more the you know, if you're gonna put it up. If it was 5%, then you'd be like, inflation. But 1% is almost like, well, you might as well not do it, I think it, that's what they wanted to do. They've obviously wanted 5 or 7% or something like that, and they thought, no, that gives us a backlash, so we need to undercut what Man United have done, we need to undercut what anybody else has done, and we'll just do 2%, thinking that everybody's going to go, oh, we've increased it the least, and we're not, we're scousers, we're going to turn around and say, yeah, what man. are you doing? 100%, and it's not like the wages are going up guaranteed every year as well. You know, it's just not... 
as much as inflation is a thing, pay rises aren't necessarily contracted in, are they? Every year that you get that. So I don't know. Um, Jungle is massive saying, yep, absolutely. Keo is spot on. FSG trying to finesse us before they leave. Trust me. I see if, even if they do leave, to be honest. Um, they may increase the prices of hospitality tickets. People who buy them, uh, they can already afford to pay that um, money, but general admission tickets should stay at an affordable price, says Joelle. Um, and no, I just mean the amount of hospitality in the Anfield Road stand. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's going to be a new stand ready um, very shortly. As we know, it's being built now and they're going to get more revenue off of that. That's bricks and mortar, which you can invest in the club, which gives the resale value more um, more attractive so it's yeah it's one of them fsg out saying sultan they ain't leaving saying sean and a super chat here from Morsheen. uh who would lfc want to sign this summer well if you just rewind about five minutes you'll mm. find out because it is time to end the podcast there um unfortunately yeah but give bobby one more season if we could if they, if they wanted to say we'll, we'll increase it by one percent in order to give bobby a new contract I'd pay that. I would pay that. Make it 2%. That that, that is a PR match. Let's throw 50 on that way. I'm good to Bobby's going, you know. But Oh, bro, I'm so, so upset about that, you know. I can't believe it. Uh, But anyway, we've covered quite a lot today. Uh, The Jude Bellingham situation, the options, if Jude Bellingham isn't viable for us, even though he should be and he is. Um, Thiago and Diaz, do they play? The, the pure amount of games that Liverpool have missed this season via injury is a joke. I think it, I read it out earlier, it's 162 games, which just seems almost impossible to believe. Uh, we also spoke about the fact that we've actually lost 12 games in all comps this season, which, and guys, I hate to admit it, but we're going to lose more than that from here until the end of the season, probably. So that will make it our most defeats ever in a season under Klopp, which isn't what you want to hear. Um but again, we've also spoken about uh, yesterday's game. We will be at Jurgen's for that. Uh, we'll be there from around 7.30 tomorrow night. So if you want to join us, if you're watching this, get down to Jurgen's uh, and we'll have a bloody good time down there no matter what happens either. Um, any discount codes for applied? Um, coming soon, my friend. Coming soon, my friend. Have a good day, guys. And uh, we're going to win against Madrid. That's how we end the podcast on a nice positive note. You never walk alone. Massive shout out to Mario, as always. Vamos, Mario. A massive shout out to our friend Keo as well, my friend. Don't forget, new single out uh, to pre-order today. Yep, iTunes. Happy iTunes, to lose my mind. Happy to lose my mind. And then the 24th, so in 10 days, it is out. That is the one. And I will be listening to that on holiday. Trust me. Um, just a quick note for you. Next week, guys, I will be away on holiday. And so Mario is, of course, the international break. We wouldn't just leave you during the Liverpool fixtures. No, no, no. We wait until England start playing and then we piss off. <laughs> on holiday but um, massive shout out to everyone who's watched today Uh, Jake who's all the way from Australia I know that Uh, Super Mario Mario the man make sure guys as well that you stay in touch with us via the Discord Uh, I've got the link to the Discord in the chat sorry in the description to this video right now so if you want to keep it rolling 24-7 Liverpool chat in there make sure you smash that Discord button down below of course press like of course give your uh, your thoughts and your comments via the comment button on this podcast and of course Make sure you subscribe to the Cop TV. We're this close to 30,000 subscribers. So please, just before uh, the international break, push us over the line. Um, big up to you. And Sean, just reminding us, never heard of fans having their own international break. Well, when you work in football, you need it, boys, don't you? You need it. So there you go. Massive shout out to you at home for watching Hot Copics episode 66. We won't see you next week, but we'll see you the week after. Take care.
Tschüss. Thanks for watching this video, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Please, guys, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the Cop TV. The voice of, of football's, football's most, most famous, famous stand. stand. Sports Social Podcast Network.